Press the button. It's really like 122, but who's counting? Yeah, not including this specials. Just specials the, don't count. They don't count. <laughs> There's just extra things we want to talk about. Every Thursday. <laughs> so, hello, welcome to Entertain This, a podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. My name is Hayden, and with me I have Tom. Hey! And Mitch. Hi, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> well! <laughs> this is episode 100, and we've done something sort of special. We just did trivia, basically, where I came up with some ingenious questions that took me all of an hour and uh i'm going to try and punish mention tom about knowledge of themselves i'm glad you put in a lot of commitment <laughs> yeah most of that time was figuring out how to pair my phone to the stupid roadcaster and, uh, I, and I managed to do it in one try. Let me see if I'm done. See how smart you are at the end of trivia. You think you're so smart, huh? <laughs> All right, you think you're, you're pretty smart, smart Rebecca. <laughs> you're a smart snake, huh? Messing with time. Uh, so I got punished with last week's episode. Uh, I failed miserably at Big Bang Trivia. Um, but I will do Despite my Despite the review. easiest question for you. Shosh. I'll do my review <laughs> here in a second. But first, Mitch, do social media. Well, you have entertainthispodcast.com, which will take you to our Facebook group and page, which is Entertain This Exclamation Point and Exclamation Point Podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have our YouTube, which is Entertain This, TikTok. Um, what else? Our Twitter is at this.entertain. Yep. Our OnlyFans is coming out next month. Yep. Mitch's home address if you want to visit him personally. I mean, <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> Walk around naked. I got guns. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I had to review Ninja 3. Uh, It was called Domination. Was it Dominion or Domination? Domination or, yeah, something like that. And uh, I got, I was like watching this and I was like, this is too good of a bad movie for me to bumble through. So I wrote a little little thing. You wrote a a paper? I sent him the Joe Blow review just so you could see it. I didn't even watch it. Oh, you didn't? No. (laughs) Here we go. All right. We open on a strange, mustachioid Japanese man in a business suit walking into a cave and sliding open an extremely fake rock. Mustachioid? Mustachioid. Let's say, describe people with mustaches. Okay. Inside beams terrible halogen lights that display very clean and very fake-looking ninja paraphernalia, like ninja stars and cheap-looking ninja sword. The Japanese man dons a ninja costume from Party City and stuffs an uncomfortable <laughs> amount of sharp, pointy things in his shirt. White people playing golf. They enjoy it too much. This is why they must die. The ninja springs from a bush-covered water hazard and kills some preppy ascot douche because he's wearing a yellow ascot with white. The dead man's friends, after witnessing an assailing ninja encumbered with an arsenal of futile death toys, rally themselves and attack with their golf clubs. The ninja pauses the fight for a display of intimidation to disintegrate a golf ball with his fingers. He then displays his superpowers, like super strength and jumping pretty high. The ninja kills all the golfers and their wives for good measures. Then a bunch of cops, like an entire shift of patrols, all the cops, they try to run him over, beat him to death with batons, apprehend him, but no guns. Because maybe they don't have probable cause, I don't know. (laughs) Air support shows up. Oh, God. The ninja hides in a palm tree. I guess now we're supposed to assume that this is in California. Um, 
the helicopter cannot see the ninja climb into the palm tree because he's a ninja. <laughs> the ninja then leaps from the palm tree to the helicopter and kills all the cops and the chopper. It crashes safely off camera. Well, how'd the ninja get out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more cops, more cops show up from the rest of the country and they shoot the ninja to not death with shotguns, AR-15s, and hand cannons. The ninja appears dead, except no. He threw a Batman smoke bomb and disappears, leaving some indescript clothing and more dead cops. Smoke bomb was super effective. <laughs> cops become confused. They flee in their confusion. Just run away. They look for the ninja, but those dumb pigs should have looked underground. That's right. The ninja buried himself. This was the first 10 minutes of the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll skip to the stupid parts. <laughs> Christy is a telephone line woman because 80s. She sees a man in distress running through the wilderness where there are telephones in the wilderness. She goes to investigate where she is assaulted by the ninja, but he's dying. He screams Japanese at her after assaulting her, and that worked because she goes to him and lets him scream more Japanese at her. Wait, does he scream in Japanese, yes. or does he just go, Japanese? He screams in Japanese. <laughs> he then hands her his sword, where she sees the cops all evil-like shooting the ninja in platoon-esque manner. Ninja died. Finally. One of the cops, Billy, becomes infatuated with Christy and keeps taking his shirt off around her to reveal the rainforest growing on his back. <laughs> <laughs> Christy hates him because he's a cop, but he, <coughs> but he goes to her aerobics class to try and impress her. He passes out from the physical exertion of all the maniac steps. Maniac. Maniac. <laughs> um, she tells him to leave her alone, and then she gets assaulted by six burly men who are also at the gym. But she beats them up because she has a ninja ghost in her. Yeah, no. All right. Billy threatens to arrest her for assaulting those burly men. <laughs> he threatens to arrest her. For assaulting the burly men who, who were trying to rape her. <laughs> but instead, she agrees to let him drive her home. He agrees. He asks her to coffee. She refuses. And he blows a gasket because she can't hate cops if he likes being a cop and then tries to kick her out. This is the logic of the movie, okay? So just, just bear with me here. Whatever that verbal judo was worked because she invites him to her house to drink V8. When they arrive, she comes out of the shower naked and pours V8 all over herself, and he drinks it off of her naked body. Uh, okay. <laughs> she wakes up and tangled his arms and then goes to her closet. The ninja sword floats on wires out of her closet, and she goes to the cop killing. She goes on a cop killing spree. Billy's partner. Start with Billy. No. Oh. Billy's partner was her first victim. She kills him by throwing him out of a one-story window. <laughs> She then has sex with an old cop who was in a hot tub with two other young women who were jealous of her. I don't know why, but she kills them all anyways. Meanwhile, a Japanese man with one eye shows up and meets another Japanese man. They bow a lot. Like, at least seven times in three minutes. Christy goes to the doctor who can't find anything wrong with her except that she has a huge affinity for Japanese culture all of a sudden. Because that's what doctors do. They study your culture. <laughs> Billy is a detective now. No explanation. For some reason, now they have a funeral for insert cop. She shows up and kills all the cops, except Billy. One-eyed Japanese man shows up and they fight, but she comes down from being a were ninja in the middle of it, and one eye feels bad and gets arrested for her. Billy takes her to an old Japanese man. He's old and Japanese, so he must know what to do. He he does. <laughs> <laughs> 
He explains that she's possessed by a ninja in an exorcist scene produced by Sesame Street ensues. <laughs> what? Yeah, it was a really weird exorcist scene. Uh, the old Japanese man refuses to help, but Billy threatens to bust him if he doesn't. For what? Exactly. <laughs> he tells Billy to take her to a local Japanese temple. Meanwhile, One Eye escapes oh, with a local one. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's in California. <laughs> one go, Eye, go to your local Japanese temple. <laughs> one Eye escapes without killing the cops, but we don't see what he did with their bodies. Eh, there was, They're probably dead. <laughs> there was a sort of limp-wristed attempt to show that this ninja is good. Anyway, he stole a cop car and goes to the temple uh, with the body of the Japanese dude from the beginning, the mustachioid one. Billy and Christy show up. Her and One Eye have a fight. Her ninja ghost jumps into the old body for no reason in one eye and the zombie ninja fight. The next 30 minutes is the standard checklist ninja fights. Possessed temple monks, fighting silhouetted on a mountain with everyone watching and not doing anything. Strange ninja contraptions being conjured from a shirt like a grappling hook or a big old chain. (laughs) Unnecessary flips. Someone tries to do something, but another onlooker stops them and says, let them fight. (laughs) Let them fight. Finally, Christy gets tired of nothing happening and stabs the evil ninja, who drills into the ground with his feet, causing an earthquake. One eye is now dangerously dangling from a cliff about six feet off the ground, and then stabs evil ninja in the head. Evil ninja for real dead, I guess. Billy and Christy live happily ever after. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, wait. It's like a reading. Yeah. Yeah, snaps. (laughs) There you go. That that was my uh, take on uh, the stupid movie. <laughs> I'm impressed you typed something out. Yeah, I just didn't want to be like, oh man, this movie. Oh, oh here God, we go again. Oh, this part. Oh, so many flips. You know. So I just, I was like, you know what? I'm gonna exercise my prose. And there you go. I was. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of really dumb things. My favorite part was when she kills the guy by throwing him out of a window, and he's just dead for some reason. <laughs> it wasn't even like a high window. It was like you know. I don't know. It was one story. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I gave it a 3 out of 10. I think that it was stupid enough that you could enjoy it, but they did take themselves very seriously. All the jokes landed very flat. Billy is very hairy. And, uh, yeah, so. So they just inc- included her being naked just for, you know, views. Oh, yeah, sex appeal. Yeah, yeah, sex appeal. She was, she was, they were the very much the 80s aerobic onesie <laughs> thing going oh. on and all that stuff. Headband? Yeah. So, so oh, yeah. when she became a wear ninja, did she wear like a full ninja costume? She did. She did. I'm pretty sure it was a dude that <laughs> was uh, wearing a wig at certain points. Um, but yeah, so it was uh, it was awful. There Good. you go. Good. So, three out of I'm glad ten. you suffered. Mm-hmm. So, all right, well. The, the backup that I had planned for you, if in case you couldn't get that one, was actually the one I wanted to give you, but I could, I forgot about it until after the podcast. Well, uh, you have to hold on to that until close later. Close no cigar. But I, I'm glad that my random one that I just threw in there was bad enough for you. Mm. <laughs> all right, moving on. Let's talk uh, about movies. My well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I watched The Contractor. Mm. So apparently this movie was filmed in 2019. Okay. It didn't come out until April 1st okay. of this year. Been a minute. Starring Chris Pine. Oh, Pine. I thought you said Pratt. No, no, no. no. Okay. This is a Chris Pine film. Uh, the budget was 40 to $50 million estimated. Mm. It's made $1.7. Oof. I, I spent 20 bucks to watch this on HBO. Or on, uh, you have Amazon. a small percentage of that $1.7 million. Yeah. <laughs> Directed by Tariq Salah. Oh, yeah, that guy. Yeah. 
But it has Chris Pine, Ben Foster, um, and Kiefer Sutherland. Man, Ben Foster can't make a good movie. That guy, every movie in the past 10 years he's been in. And he, I think he's a pretty good actor. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. a lone survivor. Uh, yeah, and 310 to Yuma. But then he was also in Warcraft, which was oh, awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was yeah. good in 310 to Yuma. Yeah, uh, he was in the third X-Men movie as Angel, which was awful. Yeah. yeah, he had like, I don't think he had like any speaking parts in that whole movie. No, nope. yeah, he was in a couple other bombs since then too. Oh, um, what's the one with Dennis Quaid and they're in a spaceship? Pandora. Pandora, yeah, mm-hmm. that one, yeah. That was a bad anyway, back to, the, <laughs> back to the movie. So Chris Pine, he's a special forces guy out of Bragg, and he apparently had some sort of horrible knee injury because his knee's all scarred up. They don't tell you how it happened. But he's, like, rehabbing, and he goes in for his interview with his new commander. Uh-huh. And he's, I guess, uh, he's a sergeant. He's got a couple the rockers, but I don't know. What One name. or two. We get two. Sergeant first class. So he walks in, and they're just like, oh, yeah, you know, you're uh, testing. You piss 30 for, like, you know, HGH and other stuff. And they're just like, you're out. You lost your pension. Everything else, you get an your honorable pension. discharge. <laughs> an honorable or dishonorable? Honorable. No. They just dropped. <laughs> I know. I've, okay. I'm just telling you what happened. So he gets drummed out. He has bills. They're mounting. He has a wife and a kid. And Ben Foster plays like his best friend from back in the day. Mm-hmm. And he works in the private sector mm-hmm. or, you know, the contracting business, hence the title. Contractor. The Illuminati. <laughs> yes, the Illuminati. Okay. So that's when he goes to this like coffee farm. Okay. Whatever. And that's like, that's like their front and it's run by Kiefer Sutherland and they do, you know, black ops stuff. Okay. So he gets sent on a mission with uh, Ben Foster with, like, two other people to Berlin. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, you know, he goes, like, meets his, like, you know, contact and, like, puts all his stuff in a box. They give him all new stuff, burner phones, passports, you know, fake money in bags. And he off he goes to go assassinate. Or he, he does, like, a watching mission on this uh, scientist guy. Okay. Who they think works for ISIS and is, like, developing, like, chemical weapons. Mm-hmm. He's not. Okay. But he, like, stalks him for, like, two days, and then they, you know, hit the place. And then all of a sudden, the police show up. <laughs> like, their plan was going off without a hitch. Darn cops ruining everything. Because it's just like, oh, yeah, the guard shack has an automatic thing to the German police. And it's like, all right, so they get him before he touches anything, get him out. They use his, the guard's hand to go through all the finger access parts to get to the scientist guy. And as they're like, all right, done, you know, they light everything on fire, steal the laptops, kill the dude. They leave. Then all of a sudden, all these cops just converge. <laughs> So they get into a shootout with the cops. What? Yeah, they just start shooting at the cops. Okay, can't be caught. No, can't be caught. Can't be caught. And then the SWAT team shows up two seconds later. The, this is Germany? This is Germany. Okay, so a German SWAT team. The German SWAT team shows up. And I don't know if you know anything about SWAT teams. They don't get anywhere that fast. Yeah. <laughs> Especially just... Yeah, they're just unless like, it's a planned they're, op. They're waiting. What are you talking they're about? They're just like in a box. They just sit in the van, just activate the SWAT team. <laughs> they just sit breathing heavily, touching their guns. And just, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. They're like a kill streak. You just hit the button and, you know, they come, come out of the bushes. So two of the people on the team get schwacked. Ben Foster gets hit. They got to escape. Uh, Chris Pine saves his life, and he's like, you know, his knee's all messed up, mm. and he could barely walk. He's like tore his ACL uh, again. Yeah. I don't know. It's meniscus. And he's still walking. Uh-huh. Like, okay. So Ben Foster disappears. He, like, recovers, makes his way to the hotel, just finds clothes. Ben Foster's gone, calls Kiefer Sutherland, who's just like, you know, where are you at? You know, we got an exfil point for this, this, this. And he's like, all right. He gets there. He just, like, sees, like, all these shady. Because all these dudes you could tell are contractors the minute you look at them on TV right. or on the movie because they all have the same freaking haircut. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all, like, you know, talking in the wrist. Like, they're all, like, you know, scanning around when they get out of the car. 
all of them have like their hands in their jackets. <laughs> and then a pizza guy on a moped comes up, okay. stops. They walk over, pull up in the pizza thing, and just start pulling out guns and just start shooting at Chris Pine. <laughs> wow. It was outrageous. It was a special great. delivery. That's it was a special yeah. delivery. So yeah, he has to like go through the BS of like making his way back to the US as like these teams try to kill him. Uh-huh. What the who the the German government wants to kill him? No, Kiefer Sutherland and like the government is trying to kill him. Why? I don't know. Oh, okay. Because apparently this was like a money grab thing. This guy wasn't like an actual like chemical terrorist. He like, developed a cure for like influenza. Huh. And like they wanted it so they could sell it for big money. Okay. And that was the only reason. Greedy. <laughs> so he goes back. He finds out his, uh, what's his face is still alive because they told him he was dead. He like confronts him. They fight and then they make up and then they go to the compound and, you know, kill guards and fight Kiefer Sutherland. It's, it's, it was a very bland movie. Yeah. It seems. Pr- like an 80s plot. Like an 80s it action. is very much an 80s plot. Yeah. This is very much a Jason Statham movie. Yeah. <laughs> but without Jason Statham. It's did, just, you have Kirk. Did all this happen in 24 hours? This happened, like, I think probably over the course of a week. No, I was wanting, I was hoping that Kiefer Sutherland was going to be like, you have 17 minutes, you know, just some obscure amount of time. Then, yeah. <laughs> so. He was not Jack Bauer in this. So 10 out of 10? No, this is like a five out of ten movie. This like I watch it. You know, the action scenes are very very brief, mm-hmm. which I guess is good. The gunplay is good. Was it the camera like? No, there's a lot more of a wide shot and watch. Uh, you could tell like you know you got the cops like they're like panic firing at them in the woods. Yeah, as like you know a bunch of dudes with nods and you know tactical gear and suppressed M4s just start popping them, and then like you see like you know all of them like kind of like posture up and just go and like take like precision shots and you just watch dudes drop. Hmm. The fighting is pretty cool. Other than that, it's just a boring, slow burn of a movie. And they don't give any exposition on, like, Chris Pine's, like, injury, like, how it happened. He doesn't get, like, a lot Special of backstory. forces. That's classified. They're saving it all for the sequel. Yeah. <laughs> I hope there isn't one. There's going to be a... Uh, contractor con- 2. Get contract. It's going to be Contractor 2 crossover with the Extractor 2. <laughs> construction? You're going to call it Construction. <laughs> it's like, is that what you have when you, you're having babies? <laughs> But it, it's moving, it's like torn between like being a message about like, you know, veterans mm-hmm. and then just this dopey plotted Government action movie stuff, whatever. Yeah. So was it worth 20 bucks? No, <laughs> this was, it wasn't worth any money. It was money well spent, Tom. Cause they're just like, you know, he's like at home fixing something. His wife comes in. She's like, so-and-so's gone. He's like, how did it happen? She's like, he died in his sleep. It's like, he didn't die in his sleep. He killed himself. And like all these like veterans are like. They like they are heavy handed. Like the country's pretty much just you know used you, brainwashed you, got your soul and your body from you, and then they just kicked you out. Mm. And then they all go to the private sector. Yeah, and yeah. go to Germany and shoot cops. It seems dumb too. It was not a good film. Well, okay. What about news? What news do you have? Well, how like how you flick the sleeve that you don't have on? Yeah, I know. I don't have a sleeve. On. I gotta go to the tab I had. So. Speaking of, what's his face? Chris mm-hmm. Pine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently, there's a little bit more of an update for the Star Trek Four movie with all of them. Is Chris Hemsworth in it? Did they figure that out? I don't think they figured it out, but they have the Kelvin timeline. Yeah. All of them are in talks to come back. Because, like, the Four was supposed to be where they go back in time. Back, back in, in time. time. Back, back in time. Back in time. To deal with uh, uh, Kirk's To save father. his kids. Your yeah. kids, Marty. Your kids, James. They're, they're going to, like, save his dad for some reason. But. Yeah, they're just doing stuff. But uh, 
a lot of them they're they're waiting to sign on. It's just there's no script yet for this, the fourth movie yet, and all of them are like, "Well, we don't know what you're gonna do." So, really, well, I gotta say the f- future for Star Trek is concerning. I'm not liking. I'm kind of interested in the Strange New Worlds TV show. That I am too. Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm afraid that's gonna be like a Mandalorian and just like be the one good thing that holds the franchise, you know? Mm-hmm. And then they're gonna drag that out. I mean, the reboot of. Or the Calvin Timeline Star Trek movies. I liked all three of those yeah, movies. They were fine. Good. They were fine, but I don't think that they needed to be like four movies long. I think that they could have. I just mean, the original ones, they did what, five? Next Generation did four? No, there's. Uh, yeah, because what, five? Well, there's ten of of those, because like Generations ends yeah. with. And all the, the odd number ones suck. Right. And then uh, Generations is like the passing of the torch from the old. Kirk to Picard. Right. And then it goes, you got Generations. You got First Contact. First Contact, Insurrection. Nemesis. Yep, so there's four. So there's six of the original, uh, and then four of the next generations. Yeah. And then three from the this timeline. Kelvin timeline, yep. Yep. Anyway, speaking of my last bit of news, May 26th, apparently, they're going to announce a new Star Wars movie. Okay. They don't know what it is, but... They're supposed to have, like, some Star Wars festival. Why not May the 4th? Because, Mitch. Because <laughs> that's, that's when we would expect that's, that's it. That's Star Wars Day. It is Star Wars Day. It's okay. National Star It's recognized. May the 4th be with They're you. They're pushing everything, you know, away from that as a marking. I'm legit serious. Because May the 4th is okay for, like, summer block, uh, box office release, but they make their real money at Christmas releases. Mm-hmm. So they engineer everything for Star Wars. Not I'm just saying they could Christmas. announce it on May the yeah, well, <laughs> so. But uh, they think there's been speculation it will be Rogue Squadron, mm-hmm. but nothing has been confirmed as of yet. Uh, I hope they come out of left field and go, Revan! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody just goes, yeah! I don't think Disney's in the, still in the mindset of giving the people what they want. No, they are not in the mindset of giving us anything. They're going to say, episode 10. The Ray saga continues. Yeah. <laughs> no, it'd be like, oh, we're just partnered with Ryan Johnson for yeah. a whole trilogy. It's like, no. <laughs> They'll have episode 10 where Ray is like this grandmaster teaching everyone how to mm. be Jedi. <laughs> She's not even a Jedi. <laughs> if you believe in yourself, you can do whatever you want. <laughs> it's all about willpower. That's right. Yeah, she just picks up a lightsaber, man, just to beat Kylo Ren. It's like, really? Yeah. All right. TV. Well. Well. I had a TV show that I asked if anybody <laughs> reviewed. And everybody was like, no, no, no. And then about 10 minutes before we recorded, Hayden was like, oh, yeah, I did record. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. So uh, That's I why w- his initials and his name are stitched in all of his clothes, yep. including his underwear. But I, in, I have L I, on my left hand. I will fall back on this. It's a, it's a show that I really enjoy watching with my little girl. It's a Paw Patrol. <laughs> no, it, it, it's a show called Bluey. I don't know if your kids ever watched it. Uh. But to me, it is like for a kid's show, it is it's hilarious because like the the whole thing is about Bluey and her little sister Bingo, mm-hmm. which they're wanting to do all the kid stuff. You know, they basically just anything crazy like imaginative for kids. Mm-hmm. But the whole time, the parents are like, "Oh no!" Mm-hmm. <laughs> like the uh, there's one episode where like they they decide that mom and dad they come home. For whatever reason, they come home from something and they're exhausted. So mom and dad just lay down on the couch and like passed out. Well, the whole episode is about them climbing to the top of the mountain, and they have to learn. You know, the the brother or the two kids have to learn how to work together. Mm-hmm. 
well, the mom and dad play the, the part of the mountain. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so, like, climbing up of dad. Of course. And, like, she, there's one where, like, the, the girl's climbing, or the one of the dogs is climbing up, like, steps on dad in between the legs, and he just goes, ah! And she's like, earthquake! He starts, <laughs> he starts moving. <laughs> and then the mom, the mom, you can just see her, like, she's, like, laying on the floor laughing. <laughs> but she's, like, she's not moving, so you just kind of, like, see her, see her grin and start shaking a little bit. Mm. But it, it's a lot of stuff. Um, they have one where the, the kids are doing, like, they went to some carnival and they were doing the claw game and they they won. Well, when they get home, dad wants to teach them a lesson. So he's like, all right, go get your stuffed animals and come back. So he's sitting there and he makes up his own claw game where they give him some, I don't know if it was a coin or if it's some kind of token that he made up. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he reaches down, picks up a, a, an animal and just drops it. And they're like, hey, he goes, sorry, you did not win. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> and it's like the, the stuffed animal that they sleep with. And she's like, bingo, let me, ha- let me have your favorite one. And he's like, but this is mine. She, the the claw guy's like, or the dad's like, oh well, uh, that's all I will take, Miss Payment, if you do not have money. Yeah. <laughs> so she like takes takes this little uh, sister's uh, precious animal and gives it to the dad. Is this animated? Yeah, it's all cartoon. What uh, what what is it on? It's on Disney Plus. Oh okay. It's a really good show. I mean, it just it, it's it's hard to describe, but it, it's a lot about like. I can I see myself in the day. Yeah. <laughs> because Just like parents exhausted and their kids never stopping. Yeah. Because there's one where like they're Get tired. <laughs> there's one episode where all the kids do is copy what the dad says. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually he's like to the point where like, stop it. <laughs> yes. It, it's a great show. And I I was like, I'm not gonna I've had com- conversations with my son about interrupting because he just wants to talk about whatever pops in his head. Mm-hmm. And I I'll talk to him like, buddy, you can't interrupt people when they're talking. But that, you know, interrupt me talking about <laughs> interrupting. <laughs> so, but it, like, I mean, it does good. It's it reminds me a lot of like the kid shows that I watched when I was little, where there would be a point and a moral to the story. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's hilarious at the same time because like you know the kids and stuff they're they're kids, but the parents are what makes the show because they have like reasonable reactions mm-hmm. where they're like, you know, trying to prove a point and the kids just don't get it nope. because it goes right over their head. The moral of the story mm-hmm. is whatever I want it to be. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it's a great show though. I, I really enjoy watching it with her and she really seems to like it. So yeah, I'll try it with my kids. So but it's called bluey. Um, it's, I think it's got two or three seasons now. Oh wow. Okay. So, but it's, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> what news have you, Mitch? Well, yes, I said, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, um, the TV show The Quest that I kind of mentioned on the last episode, the Quest. they uh, find out a little bit more information about it, which it's going to be based on a bunch of, I guess, teenage kids. But it it uh, it kind of what it says here is it blends the world between competitive TV and epic fantasy, mm-hmm. where basically these uh, I think eight to ten kids will be put into this fantasy world where. Mm-hmm. Basically, like NPCs from an art, like from Skyrim and stuff like that. All these people will be dressed up, either makeup or costumes mm-hmm. or whatever. And these people, these kids will have to interact trying to fulfill this quest line. And they'll do competitions in between. Like, uh, there's one where, like, it was a giant, like, labyrinth kind of maze that mm-hmm. they had made. And they'll have to find their way through. And either they have to work together, but somebody has to be eliminated at the end of each, you know, competition. They killed them. Voted off the island. <laughs> no, I thought they killed them. But uh, Disney describes it Burn as. Tournament at stake. The Quest is a groundbreaking, immersive, hybrid competition series that drops eight real-life teenagers into the fantastic fictional world of Everrealm, where they must save a kingdom by fulfilling an ancient prophecy. Throughout the eight-episode series, these heroes are immersed in a fantasy world come to life, complete with a castle, royals, 
ethereal fates, all forms of mystical creatures, and a sorceress intent on destruction and power. If they don't have the dudes from Viva the Dirt League in this, <laughs> I'd be so mad. They don't. Hello, sure. adventurer. My goats have run amok. <laughs> um, <laughs> Isn't that the Watcher? That's Muggum. <laughs> Who are we? We're muggers. <laughs> and what do muggers do? <laughs> they mug people. This is a, It's going to be releasing on Disney Plus on May 11th. Uh, so it's, it's coming pretty soon. Unscripted uh, TV shows with kids are basically the bane of my existence. <laughs> so I will let you watch this. I'm not putting... Thank you for your permission. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting all my, no, my cards in this bag. Like You're saw, not watching it. I forbid it. <laughs> I, I want to say I saw a show called The Quest that was all adults in the same kind of situation where it was like a, a fantasy world, but Which it was, was a dream you had? No, I, I swear. <laughs> it was on either Spike or... TNT or something like that, but I, I'd seen it on uh, Netflix from mm-hmm. where they had bought the rights to well, it. I, I watched the trailer with you, and it seems like it's pretty well produced, and the kids seem funny. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I mean, like it would be a cool experience for anybody to go through, but mm-hmm. watching somebody else go through it, the the CG effects and stuff like that were pretty interesting. Though it's weird that they threw a lot of money at it. See, they should have mm-hmm. another one where it's like the quest, and it just says parentheses Dark Souls edition. Yeah, that's <laughs> just <laughs> dead murdered. people everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go that way. Yeah, but the dudes who are like eight feet way. tall and like heavy armor with maces. <laughs> a, dude, a dude on a horse with a giant axe. Yeah, he's fine. Don't, go <laughs> say need, hey. They need to have the little blood spots from Elden Ring where <laughs> when they walk shows by, like you previous just, seasons yeah. contested. <laughs> <laughs> What is this thing? You see a head go flying. A TV pops out and just shows how the kids died. I don't want to go that way. You signed a contract. (laughs) You're going to go that way. (laughs) He's the final boss. (laughs) The the show's going to be produced by the Lord of the Rings film franchise, the people that worked on it, as well as the people who worked on The Amazing Race. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I'm interested to see how it goes. I... I don't know how it will be with kids because watching it with the adults was a l- little more funny because they were a little more serious about things. I don't know how mm. kids portraying. There's some portraying. dumb game shows like The Floor is Lava yeah. or Is This Cake? Yes, I've seen that too. <laughs> I'm like, what am, is this like what we're at? Everything's like a TikTok video and a meme. They're now. just making up stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be like they're going to like the Scrubs one. Is it finger or toe? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like you have a bunch of blindfolded people who hold a finger or toe under someone's nose and go, what is it? <laughs> Because <laughs> right, we were on Netflix, and my kids were like, what's that show? Is this, is this cake or whatever? And I was like, no, we're not watching that. We're not watching <laughs> that. It was number two in, in America, apparently. Like, oh, come God. on. <laughs> the, uh, the other bit of news I have is Star Trek Picard Season 3. They are already going to have Season 3 approved, and it's going to include all of the original cast of The Next Generation. Oh, sweet. They've all signed on, and they'll all be a part of it. I don't know much more than that, other than they've all agreed to – Reprise their roles in Star Trek for Picard. Sir Patrick Stewart is in his nineties. He's in his eighties. Eighties? Okay. Well, just you know, keep pumping them full. Interview I saw him. Like, he uh, he lives in Brooklyn now. Oh yeah. And he's like when I moved, he's like I'd be walking down the street, whatever, you know, walking the dog, whatever. And people like I didn't, you know, don't know anybody. They'd walk and see me and go, Captain, and <laughs> keep going. And he's like, Yeah, that's right, <laughs> Picard. But uh, th- that's all I have for the news right now. So. Okay, my video game, Unraveled 2. Uh, my daughter really loved this game, and then she convinced me to play with her. And you are an anthropomorphic yarny. It's a creature made of yarn. And it starts off with this red guy who's on a boat and a suitcase, and the boat wrecks on an island with a lighthouse. 
and um, I guess the lighthouse didn't work because you wrecked. And um, <laughs> you get out and you run into a blue yarny guy, and apparently, like your string, your yarn is supposed to be connected to something at all time. Uh, from the first game, I don't know, but in this game, you connect to the blue guy. So you're to make purple. You, what, <laughs> you can you can actually like carry a person on your back and like your colors phase in together and whatever. <laughs> Anyways, so uh, you're traveling. And it's kind of an interesting mechanic because it's a side-scroller game, and you can only go backwards or forwards, obviously. And um, they'll have, like, trees coming from the background to the foreground through the camera. So you have to figure out how to, like, wrap your yarn around the tree and swing yourselves up onto different Mm -hmm. platforms and work together, whatever. Um, This is very much a two-player game. It it is. You can play one player. I think it's, like, pausing that one guy and then switching over to the other guy, but we... You know, there's always people want to play video games in my but house. But so was playing it, this like that one that we played where like yeah, you had like the head the and, just, like, and then the, like, you could hold down the button and you'd fart <laughs> and like <laughs> blow the other player Remember away. we had to grab and you like swing uh, to the different We played ledge. it here. Yeah. All three of us played it here. Oh, oh, uh, 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 what is that game called? Uh, yeah, my family loves that game. I think game. we reviewed it. Yeah. Uh, Yes, it's kind of like that. Because that's like it's I was trying goofy. to swing the two, and you and Mitch like grabbed onto me, and I held down the fart button, and he almost <laughs> fell. Yeah, <laughs> he just like shoot you away. It's like, yeah. <laughs> what is that game called? I, I, it's space on me, but uh, <laughs> it's on the Switch. Yeah, this this Unravel Two game, it's everywhere. I think you can probably get it for your phone or something like that. But um, we played it on Xbox because it's on Game Pass, and mm-hmm. um, it seems to be doing uh really well. It's a Swedish company that made it. And it came out in 2018 originally, um, um, but you know I, this is the first time I played it, and I, I enjoyed it. I like playing games with my kids where we have to talk and communicate about how to solve puzzles together and stuff like that. So um, it's kind of a dark story, though. Something about an abused <laughs> kid. Yeah, like so. There's people in the background, but they look like ghosts. And I guess like you're in a different reality, and you're phasing into their reality. And so there's mm-hmm. an orphanage. Some kids being abused by the people there, and you help them escape. Blah, all sorts of cryptic, dark things. But okay, you don't really know what's going on unless you read about it. So we're just like, whatever, follow that kid, you know. <laughs> um, and there's the adults are all evil, and they have like these black little spark things that come out and chase you around, and if you touch them, you die. So um, yeah, there's, there's it's, it's kind of like a an interesting platforming mechanic, and uh, but. The communication aspect is a lot of fun. And watching my kids, you know, because I'll know the answers to a lot of the puzzles, like how do we swing mm-hmm. this way and how do we get over there and whatever. Um, but if you don't work together, you'll tangle up your yarn and be stuck. And you have to undo your knots and stuff like that and swing back around to, mm-hmm. you know, undo what, unravel yourself. Um, well, that's the name of the game. Um, so wow! Watch. I like to sit back and let my kids kind of talk it through and figure it out and just see how, how their little gears work and stuff like that. So that's pretty pretty neat. I give it an eight out of ten. I think that it's a quick game. I think we played for two hours and we got over halfway through. Um, but uh, I, I could see this being a bigger thing in the future. So I'm sure that it's done well enough where there will be a third game. No, nothing about the first game. So there you go. News. Have you uh, today? This is April. Seventh. Okay, two days ago, um, the Star Wars Lego game came out. Yeah. And apparently it's a big freaking deal. It's called the Skywalker Saga. Yeah. And uh, I, it's, I, I, I don't, I haven't given. Lego give, Star Wars. I haven't, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I haven't mm-hmm. given a crap about a Lego game ever. 
I used to play it on PlayStation One, but it, yeah, it's the same the, thing, right? When the original no Lego Star Wars came out, I played those. Uh, this is like a a big deal for some reason. It's called the Skywalker Saga, and it encompasses everything to do with the Skywalkers from the uh, the prequel series all the way through Rebels, all the way through the tr- uh, original trilogy, mm-hmm. all the way to the end of the uh, the sequel trilogy. So, and it's got Mandalorian in it, all this other kind of stuff. Every so- Thing that touches a Skywalker. As far as movies, though, it, other than like the newest movies, they have a game for each individual one of those. But they've combined it all, and then apparently you can uh, pick a, a class of characters or whatever that are participating along through the stories. So you don't you can play as a droid, or you can play as Luke Skywalker, or whatever. And uh, but each one of them can solve the levels specifically and intri- in, intricately, uh, given whatever their base character stats and stuff are. Um, it seems like it's a big multiplayer game too, so that might be a fun game to play with the kids. And 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 I, I hear it's done really well. Like I, I haven't given, like I said, I haven't given this any attention, but I keep hearing about this game, so I did a little bit of research into it. And it seems like a pretty big fun game. So uh, it's really pretty, which is insane. It's got ray tracing and all the, you know, insane effects and stuff like that of modern video games. But there's dopey little Lego figures running around. You know, I mean, I always enjoyed the Lego Star Wars games. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I think it, it'd be a fun game. I might get it to tr- try playing with my kids. I don't know yet. Well, so sixty bucks is a huge investment nowadays. So, um, but there you go. That's my news. So, all right. Are you guys ready? Not Four. really, but we'll. F- <laughs> this mysterious something about our podcast trivia that we're gonna do. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> this is episode one hundred. Entertain this trivia on Entertain This. Dun dun dun. Dun right. dun dun. So you got Tom's buzzer, which you just heard, and Mitch's buzzer. I have 22 questions. Okay. The first 10 questions I'm going to ask, and then the last 10 questions I'm going to play a bit from our previous episodes, and you will tell me what specifically I'm asking you to tell me. So hopefully this pen works. All right, question number one. Who was our very first guest? Joey. No. In the podcast, who was our very first guest? Hmm. I swore it was Joey. Nope. I did too. We had one guest speaker before Joey. Troy? No. Damn. (laughs) We're not off to a great start. You guys should be doubly embarrassed because this is your podcast. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Ford? You got yeah, Mitch? Yeah, Ford. I thought he was after Joey, though. I thought he was after Joey. He was one or two episodes before Joey. Okay. All right. In the early days, what did we do to prevent Tom's cussing? <laughs> Mitch. Shoot him with darts. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Spencer was a guest speaker, specializing in what? Mitch. Sound. You got it. Audio recording. Yeah, that stuff. (laughs) Number four. What was the very first punishment issued? Tom. Rubik. (laughs) You got it, You got it quicker. Oh, dang. I have the (laughs) t-shirt. Who got hot sauce? Tom. You got Mitch. (laughs) When it comes to hot sauce, yeah, it was Tom. (laughs) What was our very first 
top 10 list. We've, we've referenced it a couple of times recently in the past four or five episodes. So, Top 10 horror? Yes. 1980s horror. 1980s horror. I'll give it okay. to you, Tom. That was the first one? Yep. Okay. Yeah. I think we did that right around Halloween. What episode was that? I think that was three. Oh, okay. I had them written down, and then I lost my notes. Okay. Yeah. We but, did that uh, the Joey episode. Yeah. No, no, his, no, his was the apocalypse. His was the apocalypse. Oh, right. Okay. You're right. Number seven, Michael Lucker was a guest speaker. I should have let you finish the question. I don't know. You know? I, I mean, for what episodes are we going to ask? No. Oh. For screenwriting? Yes, Tom. Okay. You got it. <laughs> I just let you finish the question. because. Four to three. All right. Number eight. What were the three punish- punishments for Mitch's first hat trick? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's tough. Oh. Was it, it was Cats? Yes. Uh, Star Trek, the animated series? Yes. And was it... Uh, the punishment we've referenced a lot. Oh. Um, Samurai Cop 2? Nope. Oh. Well, Cats and Star Trek, the animated series, and... Uh, it was a video game. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what game we made him play. And I don't remember. I think it was the first video game... On the podcast, anybody had a punishment for Big Rigs? You got it, Mitch. Big Rigs! <laughs> I was thinking that was earlier than that. I forgot about Big Rigs. All right. <laughs> Which Western do we rate number one in our top ten? Tombstone. You got it, Mitch. I was going to say Tombstone just because I thought that would be <laughs> yeah. number one. That was, that was the only reason I guessed it. That is number uh, nine. Mitch is winning six to three to Tom's miserable three. It's because I pressed the button. I got to wait. <laughs> this is delay. All right, number 10. Which episode did Troy first guest speak on? Eight. Well, what is the topic of the discussion? Why do we bring uh, be top up? 10 war movies? No. First person shooters. Yes. First person. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> All right, number 11. Let me pull up my thing. What am I talking about, us talking about here? Ready? No. TV show. Uh, TV show. original. Hang on, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> oh, this is your first hot sauce. Uh, it knows. It's a show that knows when oh, to end. Was... <laughs> it's a show that knows when to end. All right. It knows when to end. Yeah, Supernatural. Is con- Chernobyl? No. Supernatural? No. Oh. I'm talking about a specific show. Oh. We were debating about it, though. Supernatural is one side of the debate. Continue to go, because people have requested for it to continue. It's only ending now. They're fighting God in the the final season. Because this is a planned out (laughs) final that they're like, we don't want to do it anymore. Yeah, because they can't go anywhere else. They don't don't want to. They they plan this to be the ending because they're they're done. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's Tom. It's Tom's when he's debating back up against Supernatural, but I can't remember what it is. I can't remember what I was debating. It's it's me debating against you. Oh, you have yeah. supernatural, and I'm debating that this show is better. <sighs> this show has such a following <laughs> that makes Stranger Things look like a kids show versus Stranger Things. You got it, Tom. I was I can hear myself maniacally laughing at you. All right, number twelve. Uh, which movie is Mitch describing in this one? Eddie, pull it 
Sorry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to leave. It was pretty hard to watch. The last 30 minutes of the movie is the only time there's action. The rest of it is just him walking around the woods. <laughs> and it doesn't look like Vietnam. It's like you're, you're somewhere in Georgia. Um. Ah, go ahead. I lost my train. I was no. going to say the man who killed Bigfoot and Hitler, but I think no. you had to watch as a punishment. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> well, like, he gets on this pontoon and like he's going down some river with some. He's it's an actor that you would know if you saw him, but I can't remember his name. He wasn't important. He dies. No. <laughs> well, spoiler. But <laughs> it's just like, what why? would you rate? What would you rate this movie? A four. A solid four. Yeah, it, it, it was boring, and there was. <laughs> Pointless. It's a it's wow. a punishment. It is but a punishment. Not cat's bad. No, no, it wasn't that yeah, bad. This had Chuck Norris in it. Yeah. Uh, missing in action. You got it, Tom. Uh, yes. <laughs> Coming back. As soon as I said Chuck Norris in Vietnam, <laughs> I was like, missing in action. I knew Chuck Norris was coming back. What episode in was it? Oh, uh, that was a while ago. This was uh, seventy-five. Okay. Okay. We were so young then. <laughs> a whole twenty-five episodes ago. Um. <laughs> All right, what is being discussed here? Not specifically, like, the show or movie or whatever. What's the topic that we rope in these movies for? Okay, so... That's about the the extent of it. Yeah. They never acknowledged Catwoman when she was, like, a prominent figure that had become romantically involved in the second Mm -hmm. one. Because if you think about... If you recast a character in a story that feels like it's supposed to be a continuation, if you had recasted Indiana Jones... You know, and you got with Tom Selleck. Uh, I don't know Tom Selleck to yeah. do Indiana Jones for uh, Last Crusade. Yeah, you know, and you just act like he's Harrison Ford the entire time. It, it would have been it, weird. It would it would have fallen flat. Yeah. yeah. So for them to try and say that okay, this is a reimagination or a retelling. It, 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 this is our special, isn't it? Where we're talking about uh, recasting and rebooting stuff. Reboots, remakes, yeah. and reimaginations. Good job, Tom. Damn. Or Mitch. I was gonna say rebookles. Rebookles. <laughs> All it's a right. fun word. <laughs> what movie is are we talking about in this one? He would take the kung fu in, but yeah. you'd have to guess to take a chance. This is like playing how many fingers am I holding up to a blind guy? <laughs> <laughs> Without context, I don't know what so I was making. trivia fun. special later. You can get your vengeance. <laughs> guess so. <laughs> it was the Matrix trivia. You got it, bitch. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> Good guess. I just remember you I saying didn't know that. What the hell I was talking about? Because I remember you're like, I haven't seen these since they came out. All right. Next is this one. What is this guest speaker? This podcast. <laughs> Neil Pruitt. You got it. Let me let me play the let me play the little bit though. Just just this podcast is brought to you by. Entertain this. N-W-O. <laughs> Nitro. All right. Uh, what movie are we talking about for this one? So, the, like... Stealth mode activate. What, uh, he crouched. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. And it won The Invisible Man. You got it, bitch. I could just tell that it I was I could tell early. from the audio. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> this is an early podcast. That's the Mitch Basement episode. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got like bad reverb. <laughs> We're just stumbling along. That's when we all had to clap. <laughs> so we can match the audio. <laughs> yeah. Life was tough back then. <laughs> all right. 
let's see here. There's that one. What video game am I describing in this one? Um, here we go. But there are p- parts where literally the the uh, you know, the subtitles that I mm. got for what people were talking was in Polish. <laughs> you know, because uh, they just it's a learning opportunity. Yeah, like I, I saw a guy walking down the street in Night City. He just turned into a, a box. I saw him push the okay. button first. Go ahead. Doesn't matter if you saw him. Cyberpunk. You got it. Tom. It's not my fault. He recorded his with a delay. Hayes <laughs> <laughs> is for the button click of yeah. mine versus yours. You need to fix your stupid buzzer, Tom. Yeah, I'm gonna use yours. <laughs> All right. All right. We're down to Mitch has got. 11, and Tom has six. If my buzzer wasn't delayed, I'd probably be tied because I I knew a bunch of the other ones. All right. What is this show? Hold it up. This is entertainment. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's one light speed. Go ahead, Tom. Star Trek. You got (laughs) Did you know that? Yes. (laughs) I heard light speed. I knew it wasn't Star Wars. (laughs) What is this show? Get to it, and here we go. No, they got their own little name, like for their little club. Can I answer? I don't know. Z Fighters. Yes. Darn it. (laughs) Dragon Ball Z. You got it, Mitch. And number 20, who is this guest speaker? Once I can figure it out. There it is. In college, and um, Booker started nope. one on Oakland Park. So oh, oh, Nathan! I'll give it time. I, I hit my button twice before he hit it. Yeah, but you guessed wrong first. Doesn't so. matter. I still, yeah, yeah, I yeah, had yeah. to take turns. All right, our bonus questions for five points apiece. Oh Jesus! All right, this is uh, where you still have a chance, Tom and Mitch. If you come in clutch, I'm I'll going be honest, on that last question. I was just trying to guess before he because I figured <laughs> that'd be an obscure one. He would forget. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was Nate McGill, by the way. Yeah. A fellow podcaster. You Been should here go a back. Times. Mm-hmm. All right. Number 21 for five points. What date did the podcast first? March of 2019. No. Oh. Like you want the specific month, the day. exact month. Date Tell me when I can year. guess again and I'll. All right. Uh, February. Yes. 26th. No. Ah. 28th. No. 27th. No. 24th. No. 25th? No. 23rd? Yes. I knew it was in the 20s. What year? Five. 2019. <laughs> what? No. 2020. No. Yeah. <laughs> I already said that. Idiot. Ah, give it to, to Tom for the clutch. <laughs> Tom is winning. All right. For five points for the win of the uh, Entertain This Trivia Special. I've never been so nerve-wracked for something <laughs> I should know. <laughs> what? is in this room that this person is describing. What is in this room? And Hot sauce. No. Damn. <laughs> when, when, when she gets the door opened as far as she can, there is a huge piece of the football. Uh, handcuffs. No, not At least specific. a barrel. Not specific. More specific than that. Oh. There's, there's, that that's part of it. I mean, I know what it is. But- Okay. It's the stories telling the about the, the guy uh, handcuffed to the bed. Yes. Can I can I answer? Because he's 
Can I answer? I'm looking for a specific Can word. Can I answer? Go ahead. I'm a handcuff key. No. Oh. Specific what's spe- specific word that goes with this guy? <laughs> Cop. And this guy is twisted up like a contortionist. <laughs> I have no idea how his hands, how the, how the cuffs got his hands twisted in such a way. But why was he handcuffed to the head? <laughs> Look, no judgment. All I know is she was the only one wearing clothes. All right, can anybody tell me what's going on in that room? I know what's going on. What's the dude doing? Uh, he's, he's handcuffed to the bed for sex. So he's a naked guy. Yeah. Is there a naked guy in here? What are you talking about? Maybe without clothes? I was out the wording I was looking for was there's a naked guy in the room. Handcuffed to the bed, you know. Where is there a naked guy in here? Yeah, what's that reference then? Yeah, I, it's not a reference, it's just a funny part of the episode. Yeah, I know it was funny, but what kind of question was I that? I was referencing the handcuff keys, the handcuffs, yeah. The, yeah. the police apparel. Joey had the handcuff keys. Yes, I know. Okay. They were wanting the handcuff keys so they could get him out of the bed that he'd been strapped to. I know. I listened to this. The yeah. review for this. Yeah, okay. I know. I sat there and listened to him tell the story in person. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Ow. Let me think I got to come up a bit. I didn't know what. No, no, I won. We're good. <laughs> <laughs> I guessed all the right stuff See, when it comes to actual it's apparel. It's split down the middle. <laughs> all right. Here's a, here's a tiebreaker. How many episodes? How many? Not just... <laughs> 122. Yes, Mitch. Oh, you asked the dude who posts them? <laughs> Sorry, Tom. What kind of question was that, Hayden? That's the only thing I come up with last second like that. All right, Mitch wins. That's like, oh, Mitch, what's your middle name? Because Tom doesn't know what it is. Mitch, what's your address? <laughs> You're a part of the podcast. You Mitch, when's up. your kid's birthday? <laughs> You're a part of the podcast. <laughs> That's some bull. <laughs> did that on purpose. I did not do that. <laughs> yeah, ask the one question for the dude who does all the analytics and social media and posts every episode. Well, you can chip in a little bit, I guess. This is what I give Mitch for uh, Yeah, I give you the domicile with which we record. I pay for the podcast and the website every month. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Just because I, I'll throw him a bone. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell At you my what. expense. I tell you what. I'll ask you a question about Twitch next time. How about that? <laughs> 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 exactly. <laughs> you can watch Dog City. Dog City. I don't okay. remember if it's a TV show or a movie. I just remember I wrote it down with bad stuff. <laughs> All right, Dog City. Okay. You <laughs> better. Tom, what is your Twitch handle? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know. <laughs> no, it's entertain underscore this. Oh, look at that. I'll give you a point for that. <laughs> well, thanks, Hayden. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, I was hoping, like, you know, which episode was Tom's, like, George R. R. Martin I, I thought about including that in there. I was How like, many times has Tom cursed on this show? I was like, if I do only things about Tom in this thing, it's just Tom is going to dominate. But if I do things that Tom should know, like, I don't know, <laughs> our episode count, you know, <laughs> that's fair for Mitch. I, so. I was thinking, I was, like, researching, I was like, when was the first time we had hot sauce? I looked up, like, episode 24, stuff nah, like I that. I wasn't going to be that stupid about it because I didn't want to do that kind of research. Because so. <laughs> we wouldn't know either. <laughs> I, I was making sure I could figure out this stuff. You did good. You did good, Mitch. Uh, all right. Well, that's 100 episodes in our third year so far. Here's to another 100 more episodes. And 100 seasons. 100, 100 seasons. 100 more episodes. What are you going to do for trivia next week? Uh, well, I wanted to do Expanse, but you guys just, like, gave up. <laughs> Wait, I don't mind doing Expanse. I just don't want to do Expanse season three. In season four. Well, it's because last five. time you gave us like two days to watch like, the entire season. <laughs> and we had to work. 
That is I true. was sitting there watching it on the laptop in my car on a detail. I'm just like, uh, <laughs> I got through one episode. If I do The Expanse, the entirety of the show. No. You're not going to be able to. You're just going to wa- read the Wikipedia notes. It's the only time I think I have time for. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'll, uh, I'll announce it for the Thursday special. Okay. 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 All right. Well, there you go. I won! Shut Good up. Good job, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was a valiant attempt, Tom. I was surprised at some of the stuff you were able to remember. So I remember like all the early questions I knew. It was just my buzzer was... Fix your I buzzer. Know, I need to. <laughs> I'm just going to go, me! <laughs> this is Tom constantly hurting himself and just complaining the entire time. <laughs> I'm, I'm just I don't understand. I'm, I'm that walking meme of the dude on the bike. He shoves his stick in the front spoke. He <laughs> just goes, ah, how did this happen? <laughs> all right. That's it for this week's episode and we'll see you back for 101 where everything will get boring again yeah. <laughs> all right Goodbye next week's episode is 101 dalmatians trivia where hayden has to name all 101 <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll see how that goes goodbye from mitch bye. goodbye from tom bye goodbye, man. goodbye. <laughs> that's it <laughs> 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 <laughs>